What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Digital Agency Hacks podcast. Um, so those of you guys that know me uh, know that I am like the absolute poster child uh, for the term uh, creatures of habit, creature of habit. Um, I, I kind of have built my life around routines um, and, and not just like, you know, waking up in the morning and doing this certain task at this time, et cetera, et cetera. But, but for me, like even, even goes further to, I generally, <laughs> this is like going to sound so lame, but, um, I eat the same things kind of every day. Um, I try to do certain tasks around the same time. Like I don't get, I don't get bored by routine and doing the same things over and over again. And I know there, there definitely are some people that, <laughs> that do like, they're like, you know, variety is the spice of life. And I'm like, I don't want to commit the extra mental energy to, to thinking about, you know, what am I going to wear today? It's like, definitely it's going to be blue jeans and a collared t-shirt and like one of four pairs of shoes. Like, <laughs> like literally, um, I, 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 li I do get made fun of a lot, uh, for, for like wearing the same clothes and like eating the same things, uh, et cetera. Um, uh, but I don't mind it. Right. Like, um, like I said, for me, um, um, I think it kind of stems, stems back from uh, a previous career I had as a process engineer where, um, you know, where the, my main job was to, you know, find efficiencies, create, um, you know, more effective processes, eliminate rework. And, and I think kind of in that job, I learned to be more structured, um, not to the point like where things were very rigid, but I, I definitely like routines and, you know, um, repeatability and things like that. Um, and it's funny because, you know, that even, um, extends to the way that, um, like I said, not, not just in what I wear and what I eat, but like even <laughs> the restaurants that, that we go to. Uh, so it was funny. It was, a, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, um, you know, it's, it's towards the end of the school year, you know, things are wrapping, wrapping up. And, um, you know, my son who's in Boy Scouts, that's one of his favorite things to do is, you know, be in Boy Scouts and get to do all the cool Boy Scout things. But we were having our end of year Boy Scouts, um, like celebration. And so, um, it was on a Friday, like around like after school. So like around after, after work. So it was around like 6 PM or so. And for his end of year Boy Scout things where they give out all of the, the little awards and like we get to say thank you to the den leader and, and have a really good get together was at um, this restaurant um, that was close to my son's school. And so, you know, we, we get there, of course, late, <laughs> but we get there and, you know, we do the whole thing. Like we, we go there, uh, we, we eat, you know, we, we do the award ceremony um, and it was a good time. Like we had, we had a really fun time. And so by the time we were done with everything, it was maybe around like 7.30 p.m. And um, so we're done with the Boy Scout thing. Like we pull into our driveway. And it's funny because then I get a notification on my phone. And I look at the notification and I'm like, oh, somebody sent me a text message. But, but it wasn't. It wasn't a text message. I look at it. as It was a, a notification from Google Maps. And it was Google Maps and it says your destination is 14 minutes away. And I'm like, what? Like, I just pull into my driveway, Google Maps, like, help me understand why you're saying that I have a destination that's 14 minutes away. So it intrigued me, right? So of course, I, I opened up my, my Google application, Google Maps, and I'm like, where does it think I should be going? And it says, um, you know, the, this restaurant 
is 14 minutes away and it caused me to pause a little bit. I'm like, wait, what, what's going on? And then I realized, um, unbeknownst to me, that I created personally a routine, <laughs> or I guess you should say my family had created personally a routine. And, you know, for the past couple of weeks now, like uh, every Friday, uh, my wife's a school teacher and it's like school teachers, I, I, God love them. You know, they have such an amazing job and they, they do so much awesome things. And, and um, you know, rather than on Fridays after work, my wife being done with the, the school teaching thing, rather than, you know, coming home and making dinner and like having a mess and all that extra stress, it's like we've been going to this specific restaurant and I didn't really realize it, but it's been probably like four to six weeks in a row that we've been going to this same restaurant. And so by the time I got home after, you know, we did something, you know, uh, according to Google, according to this routine that we've built, which was, which was kind of different, um, is Google was like, no, no, Mario. Like, you're supposed to be, like, based on your patterns, based on the things that you've been doing, you're not supposed to be at your house. You're supposed to be going to this restaurant. Uh, it was just interesting, right? It, it was interesting because if you think about all of the different data that would had to, had to have come together for that notification to pop up to my phone, like Google had to know, of course, like my GPS position and then the the routine that I had built uh, for going to this certain place on this on Fridays specifically uh, during this specific, you know, time area that it said you're not supposed to be at your house, but you're supposed to be at this specific restaurant. And oh, yeah, by the way, like here are directions. And it's funny because a lot of people like may think of that as, you know, big brother and, you know, get kind of scared because, you know, uh, all of your personal data is being compromised. But honestly, like there's, there's two things that, you know, one can do in a situation like that. Like one, they can be fearful and they can, you know, um, you know, build out all of these things and turn off the location tracking and not subscribe to all the, the data sharing and messaging sharing and location sharing and whatnot and, and really kind of pull back and pull away from it. You know, that's option one. Or option two, you can just get really intelligent about that. And rather than pulling back away from that, really lean into that. And I think that's that's something that us as digital marketers really have the ability to be able to help our clients and prospects with. Because to be honest, like we have the skills and ability and resources to be able to leverage all of that data and use all that data to create campaigns for our clients to be able to have better targeting and you know more rich and robust data and use that data to have better ad delivery and create better return on ad spend because we can, you know, through the, the channels of Google and Google Maps and even Facebook and a lot of the different tools, technologies, and platforms that we use to be able to leverage that data into our digital marketing campaigns. And it's really funny because, you know, a lot of times people will, will um, be able to experience things like that and, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how that's happened. It's serendipitous. Like Google's telling me I need to go to this place. So I, I need, I, I guess I need to go there. You know, what better marketing than to create and manufacture these types of instances and, and experiences. And, and again, like as marketers in the space, in the digital space, like we can, we can manufacture 
a lot of those experiences and instances. And that's the cool thing because I, I get to tell people like as a digital marketer, that's that's what I do. I help small businesses be able to leverage large internet platforms like Google and Facebook and all the data that they can collect to be able to allow small businesses or to allow other agencies or to allow um, you know other just just businesses to have access and to create campaigns based on the data and information that's out there so that they can create better return on ad spend so that they can reach their target customers a lot better and you know tap into that robust network um, and it's just really interesting because, you know, rather than saying, you know, retargeting and geofencing and all the positions, it's like, it's, it's a really, like people have experienced that. Um, <laughs> like when I, for example, when I explain retargeting to a client, um, I tell stories and I don't talk about like placing a, a pixel and, and the cookies and first party data and, you know, display ads and all those things. I talk about the time back in 2015 when I was buying a new car. And at that time I, I was doing a lot of research and you know my research led me to, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not a big car guy. <laughs> and you guys are probably gonna laugh, but like back in 2015 my research led me to like the best car for me and my family at that time was a Toyota Corolla because Corollas are awesome, the Toyota's awesome, right? And so what I did, I was doing a lot of research on, um, like I was Googling Toyota Corolla and like, no matter where I was, like all around the internet, um, when I logged into Facebook, bam, there were ads for Toyota Corolla. And when I was reading news, news articles um, online, bam, there was ads for Toyota Corollas. And it's like, people, people are familiar with that. Like they've, they've experienced that, whether it is they were shopping for a new vehicle, um, they were looking for houses. Um, you know, of course, those are major purchases. But even like minor purchases, if they were looking for a supplement, or if they were looking at you know certain online books, or or even like certain sodas, right? Um, rather than you know explaining those types of experiences to people in like really technical terms, like I find that being able to explain them in stories, just like I did with my story at the beginning of this podcast about, you know, um, Google told me that I should be going to this restaurant or whether it was I was looking for a new car and like once I typed the the car that I was looking for in Google, all I saw were ads for that and, and just saying like, hey, small business, do you want me to be able to create that for you? Would you like to be able to tap into that? Like, are you tap into that resource? Are you currently using these types of tactics in your business to be able to re-engage your prospects and clients into your sales process? And if not, like, let me help you. Like, let me, let me help you create a campaign that leverages that. Let's go ahead and fold that, this into a larger marketing campaign and, um, you know, um, strategies so that we can help you be able to, um, you know, draw in past clients and, and do certain special things. So, so anyways, that's just what I wanted to share with you guys that, <laughs> that, um, it's, it's, um, my, my recommendation is, it's guess like twofold, right? Like, don't be afraid, um, of, of, 
you know, your quote unquote data and privacy and, and things being out there. Um, don't be afraid of, of get being shared. Like I commonly joke, I'm like, Google and Facebook, please take all my data and make my life easier. <laughs> like I cannot wait to the day, like it's here already where we have self-driving cars. They already know where they're programmed to where we want to go. And, and I don't even have to think like things that I would want. Uh, my, my, my whole grocery and shopping list gets delivered to my door. Like I am so happy that I live in this technology age because it does make my life easier. So don't be afraid of that and like really lean into that and leverage those experiences that you've experienced personally to be able to share with your clients and prospects that that's the, what, what you do, right? You, you help leverage all of that data and all that information and technology and be able to make it into a way that you can create robust campaigns that um, have a greater probability of, of delivering great results. And so as digital marketers, like, you know, we're so happy that we're in this information age. And I hope that, um, you know, you, you leverage all that information to be able to help create more, more volume, more sales in your business. So, so yeah, uh, that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. So if you've enjoyed what you've heard on the podcast, um, I know this is like only episode like three or four, I forget what episode I'm on, but I would really appreciate if you leave some feedback. Uh, feel free to drop a comment. Let me know if you like the content. Let me know if there's something specific that you want me to talk about. Um, uh, whether if it's a you know a very um, you know uh, specific digital marketing thing, whether if it's something about sales or closing or prospecting, you know, feel free to let me know, and I'd be happy to share my thoughts on that uh, topic here in this podcast. Um, and definitely, you know, uh, feel free to to share this podcast with your friends, um, any other digital marketers, and leave any feedback. So thanks again again for listening. Best wishes to everybody. And yeah, um, thanks for, for listening to the Digital Agency Hacks podcast.